This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, Agribition tickets for the fall show are now on sale. We have a look at this year's new attractions. We discuss Animal Health Week and Agribition with the Minister of Agriculture. Real Agriculture looks at farm issues in the Canadian Senate. We have details on a major research project on insects at the U of S., Farm and Food Care highlights Agriculture Month across the province. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazenk Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazenk, 306-721-6667. Tickets are now on sale for the 50th anniversary show of Canadian Western Agribition in Regina. CEO Chris Lane says the show officially kicks off Monday, November 24th with the burning of the brand ceremony at 10 a.m. Starting today, all of our tickets and passes, including day admission and rodeo tickets and uh, and uh, the new jousting entertainment option is on sale today. So tell me a little bit about that full contact jousting. Just what is it this year? Well, it's, uh, you know, you'll remember it's a crowd favorite, and the folks that do it, they're an entertaining bunch, that's for sure. And so we've actually, uh, we've spiced it up a little bit. Not only will there be jousting, but there will be sword fighting, and there's going to be a live birds of prey demonstration, falconry as they call it, uh, and the best part is it's a family favorite event and every ticket in the Brant Centre is just 15 bucks. And when will that be highlighted? That's Tuesday of the show, so November 23rd. Tell me a little bit about the admission requirements because there are some new regulations over COVID-19. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, like any event or any, uh, um, you know, any gathering these days, uh, we are certainly, you know, doing our part to play by the rules that the government has set out. So to get into agribition, you're going to need proof of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID test. And that'll go for everybody, whether you're an exhibitor or whether you're just coming for the day. Essentially, if it's a public health order, uh, we're going to be following it here at agribition so that we can guarantee that, you know, we're doing our best to make sure that agribition is a safe place and a safe event for everyone. So you can have a, a test for within, what, 72 hours or, uh, of course, have proof of vaccination. Yeah, that's right. I think, you know, the, the, the wording in the public health order is a negative test that's valid um, for 72 hours will get you into the gate or, of course, a proof of vaccination along with ID. And opening day, tell me about it. There's free admission and the official opening. Well, that's right. And this is a big day, uh, a big year, a big opening day for Agribition. It's our 50th anniversary show. So we really wanted to kick it off in style. And that means Monday, first day of the show is free for everyone. No gate admission that day. And then we also got a free pancake breakfast that we're happy to welcome people with right after burning of the brand, which is the official opening of the show. So really, we wanted to kick off the opening of Agribition this year in a, in a real celebratory style and, and invite as many people as possible to come down and share it with us. And there's the rodeo starting the Wednesday night, and I understand that first night is free. 
Well, that's right, and that's a tradition that we've had for some time now, a Maple Leaf Circuit Finals Rodeo back at Agribition Pro Rodeo, best attended, highest paying rodeo in Saskatchewan, and that begins on uh, November 24th, the Wednesday, and runs every night until the Saturday, and uh, as you mentioned, opening night of rodeo is also free, courtesy of the Mosaic Company. You've got a new rodeo event, Women's Roping Contest of some sort, explain that for me. Sure. Breakaway Roping is uh, a brand new rodeo event that's really, well, it's not that brand new. It's brand new to us, but it's uh, it's certainly gaining popularity in the places where it's being run. And it is a, it's a roping event uh, for ladies. And so you really get to see sort of the skill, not only on the horses, but also with the rope. So it's, it's exciting, it's fast, and uh, it's a really good way to showcase these ladies' talent. Tell me about livestock entries this year. Livestock entries are, are looking pretty good, Jim. We're, we're happy with the response we've got from our exhibitor community here about being able to be back in the saddle for another show. Uh, we'll have uh, over 2,500 head of livestock here on the grounds, and uh, about 1,200 of them are purebred cattle. So it's still the largest cattle show of its kind in Canada, and uh, we're looking forward to full barns. Lots of sales? Yeah, every, uh, every sale that's been on the schedule will be there again here. So uh, it, as you know, Agribition is a place not only of entertainment and fun and, and education, but it's, uh, it's a pretty important marketplace in the beef cattle world. And so we expect those sales and those consigners, you know, to be there and, and active as usual. Chris Lane is the CEO of Canadian Western Agribition in Regina. The 50th anniversary show runs November 22nd to 27th. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca and Farmtronics in Regina, your farm electronics specialists. From moisture testers to security cameras, keeping your farm running productively and efficiently since 1977. 380 Henderson Drive. Agriculture Minister David Merritt has proclaimed this week as Animal Health Week in Saskatchewan. Merritt says this week recognizes the high level of care provided to livestock and the importance of healthy animals for a strong and healthy agricultural industry. Well, obviously it's very important, Jim. Uh, Animal health impacts everyone, from environmental health to obviously human health and obviously healthy animals. I mean, obviously a healthy uh, agriculture economy, and that's really what this is about to focus on. Uh, it's really the level of care that the you know the ranchers provide to the animals and also to the uh, veterinary service as well. It's very important for us to recognize this that that people understand that animal health in in this province is very important, obviously to the government, but it's even more so important to the producers. And I think it's just a public awareness that the ranchers here in this province do an extremely extremely good job of looking after animal health, and so does the whole veterinary service. And that whole connection between the um, the rancher and the veterinary services is very important and to see that help. And, and really, you know, our animal health is really looked after by the veterinary. We have a chief uh, veterinary officer for the province that really looks after animal health and the importance of it. So this is to showcase animal health and uh, the importance of it for the economy of the province, but also producers for their own economic well-being, well, want to look after animals. That, that's exactly right. And I think it's even reflective in the theme. You know, it's animal health plus human health plus planet health equals one health. And that's really what it is all about. And it really shows the connection between the ranchers and the veterinary professionals, both from a vet tech and the veterinary themselves, in protecting the animals as well, but also protecting the environment. And, we're, you know, we even see it in, 
in uh, some of the program funding that we have, Jim, through the ministry, through CAF, when you look at initiatives that we have that producers can source money for animal health, whether it's clean water, whether it's panels and and gates and and things like that, that they're going to use to work with the animals. So it's really important for us to showcase this from a perspective that that the ranchers really do a phenomenal job. The uh, veterinary services provide that service, but it's really, uh, you know, a public awareness to showcase that the ranchers here in the province of Saskatchewan do a phenomenal job on animal health. And so does the veterinary service provide to ensure that the animals are protected and cared for in a, in a very healthy manner. And also of note, Canadian Western Aggravations Livestock Show will be held this fall. They announced just yesterday that their tickets go on sale and Agribition is a big livestock show. I'd like a comment on that. Well, we're very excited to see the Canadian Western Agribition going forward again this year, Jim. It's the biggest uh, livestock show in, in Canada. Uh, we have exhibitors from, you know, all across Canada, even you know, all across North America. But we have, you know, in the past, the last time there was a, a Canadian Western Agribition, we had over 80 countries here and over 1,300 foreign delegates here visiting as well. So it really is an opportunity for the livestock industry to showcase what they're doing in genetics and obviously in animal health as well, and to do that. So we're very excited that Canadian Western Agribition is going forward, and Chris and the entire team and the board over there really have to be commended to putting this show forward, and obviously it'll be uh, delivered in a very safe manner as well. That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. I am joined right now by the Honorable Senator Rob Black. Senator Black, how are you? I'm great, Sean. Thanks. Thanks very much. I know that you are sort of the uh, the leader of the, the agricultural topics and discussion in, in the Canadian Senate. You really take it upon yourself to travel across the country and learn a little bit more what's going on uh, when it comes to agriculture. You just completed your 2021 summer season tour. Why is this something that you, you venture out to do? Oh, uh, Sean, I said that when I get out talking to folks, out across Ontario and across Canada, the first thing I say is if I don't know what's happening on the ground, I can't speak knowledgeably in the Senate of Canada. And so that's what I'm doing. When I'm out and about, I'm, I'm talking to folks and, and agriculture, agri-food, rural uh, folks, and, and learning about the issues that, uh, that they're dealing with, the issues and concerns, challenges and opportunities. So that's why I do it. Is this something you've done in past years? Um, I the, the first, last year, COVID kind of shut everything down. The first year I was in the Senate, I did get out and about. And it's really just something that uh, keeps me active over the summer months and, uh, and also helps me to better understand what's happening out across the, the province and across Canada. And, and what are some of the things that you heard when you were out on your tour as you traveled across Canada? What, what were some of the main concerns you're hearing from producers and industry? Things like uh, uh, labor, infrastructure, Transportation issues, getting uh, commodities, getting products to market, 
when I was in your neck of the woods, we talked about irrigation and water, access to water. Fascinated out there in, in southern Alberta about how uh, water gets from the foothills and the mountains yeah, into eastern, uh, southeastern Alberta and even into Saskatchewan. That was, that was all new to me. So that was uh, interesting. Heard, well, talked about, uh, heard about food security issues. Obviously, you know my interest in soil health, and so I always raise that issue. We, uh, I heard about you know issues around carbon pricing and concerns about the pricing of carbon uh, that the government has imposed. Uh, you know, the pandemic has affected everything, and so when I was talking to the greenhouse growers and, and uh, fruit and veg folks, uh, heard about uh, mandatory um, uh, isolation and quarantining co- quarantine costs. And, and the fact that the government was ending those uh, that, that uh, financial support in the middle of the summer. Uh, and you and I both know that uh, harvest doesn't end on July 31st. And so, you know, the, the issues around uh, labor and access to labor and support uh, for, uh, for uh, labor in, uh, in Ontario and in Canada remains the same. It's, uh, it's an issue that is affecting a lot of people. You know, you understand the industry and the issues. For some, like for somebody that didn't grow up in it or hasn't been around it their whole lives, it, would, it is really intimidating because there is just so many different facets to our industry from vegetables to, to corn and all the different crops we're growing. It, it's really amazing. Yeah, it sure, it sure is. But interestingly enough, the issues were common across in the areas that I... Uh, I visited Southern Alberta, Northern Ontario uh, last week, uh, or a couple weeks ago, last week, I guess, and, uh, and Central and Southwestern Ontario a few weeks ago. The issues in general terms were, were the same, you know, marketing, access to markets, transportation. I mentioned them before, labor issues. Yes, you're, you're right. They're all, you know, the little nuances, but, uh, but it is a big country that we live in. Mm. As you talk to the people on the ground across the country on your tour, what you know, as as you ask them for feedback, what, what are they telling you? They like what do they want from you in terms of uh, from the Senate when it comes to agriculture? What would they like to see the Senate do more when it comes to our industry? Well, I, I keep hearing that they they just appreciate the voice in the Senate of Canada, and that's my role. Uh, I speak up for agriculture. I speak up for rural. And I speak up for you in the Senate and in committee. It's agriculture and rural. Senator Black, thank you so much. Thanks, John. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and family ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly sunny, wind southwest 20, the high 27 degrees, the low 7. Wednesday, increasing cloudiness, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50, the high tomorrow 29, the low 9. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high 18, the low 2. Friday, partly cloudy, the high 16, the low 4. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 14, the low 1. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 16, the low 1. 
Monday, partly cloudy, the high 13. Normal high is 14. The normal low is minus 1. The sun rose at 7.05 this morning. It sets at 6.28 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Estevan in the southeast corner at 27 degrees. The cold spot up north, Uranium City, at 6. Once again, Estevan is 27. Saskatoon, 15. Swift Current, 22. Weyburn, 25. Yorkton is 23. Sunny in Regina, 22. That's 72 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south southeast at 16. Humidity is 27%. The barometer falling 101.0. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 20. Winds are from the southeast at 9. Once again, Regina, sunny in 22. That's 72 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. Architectural planning has started on a $1 million insect research facility at the College of Agriculture building at the University of Saskatchewan. The facility will work with both plant, pest and beneficial insects, some of which are not native to Western Canada. Sean Prager is an entomologist who leads a 10-member team that conducts research, training and instruction. We would like to work on insects from other parts of the world that are potentially threats to Saskatchewan. So things that might be in the states but haven't arrived here yet or things that we know threaten a particular crop in Australia or in Asia that could be a problem for us if they were to get here. Recent insect research at the University of Saskatchewan includes work involving pollinators, asterleaf hoppers and the lesser cloverleaf weevil which is a problem in red clover grown in the northern grain belt. We are incapable of doing any more work that requires laboratory space at this point because we do not have the ability to keep and grow the plants and insects that we need. So this space will allow us to take on multiple new projects and potentially multiple new students and postdocs. Prager says the new facility will contain walk-in and research chambers. It has special drains and special screening. It has red light because insects can't see red light so it prevents them from being attracted to the light. Um, it has ante rooms so you can go in and you can change your clothes into a like a Tyvek suit so that you can blow off any insects that might be on you before you leave. A whole series of safeguards to make sure that whatever you're working on doesn't leave with you. The hope is to have the design and construction complete by the middle of next year. There's an approval process that has to be done by the Food Inspection Agency and so that could take a little longer. And then if they have any changes they ask, we would have to go back and make those final changes. But hopefully by this time next year, we will be sort of like the Death Star will be fully operational. The Western Grains Research Foundation is providing $500,000 for the new insect research facility with another $70,000 each from SAS Canola, SAS Wheat, and Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. 
This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The government of Saskatchewan has proclaimed October as Agriculture Month in Saskatchewan. During Agriculture Month, it's an opportunity to recognize the contributions of the farming industry. It's also an opportunity to increase consumer understanding and trust in modern food production. Clinton Monchuk is the Executive Director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan. He encourages farmers to use social media to discuss the production of healthy and safe food. This is one thing that uh, the government of Saskatchewan has always done, uh, declares October as Agriculture Month, and it really gives us an opportunity to just kind of celebrate things in, in our agriculture community. And I know this has not been the greatest year for majority who work as, as farmers or ranchers here in this province. But that being said, there is things that we can celebrate. And, and one that um, we're promoting uh, with Farm and Food Care is the resiliency of, of farmers and ranchers here in this province and, and really encouraging them and other consumers or just the general public to get on social media and, and talk about whether the food they're eating tonight or, or coming close to Thanksgiving, some of the, the um, celebrations that they're having using the hashtag celebrate egg or even the farmers and ranchers talking a little bit about how they produce food and, and try and have some of that engagement with others that are out there to let them know the care that they do put into growing food in this province. And it's good to see more economic development in the agricultural industry. 100%. And actually, I posted a video just the other day talking. We were loading out some of our canola on our farm in Lanigan and, and just saying, you know, back when I was a teenager, there were really no crushers to be seen anywhere. And, and uh, the fact is that, you know, the Yorkton area has crushers. We have a crusher outside of Saskatoon. There's more in the works. It's it's a great opportunity now um, on the canola side and, and numerous other sides, whether it's pulse or cereals, um, that we're doing more of that processing here in this province. And it just, it creates more activity with, with uh, um, locals to work at those uh, plants and it just creates more wealth for the province period so it really is something that we can celebrate here in this province. With 2021 being a tough growing season for many farmers it leads right into the resiliency that's part of agriculture month. I was uh, combining with with my dad uh, this harvest and talking about how this is probably the worst crop we've had uh, for decades and uh, the thing is that kind of is one of those things that makes you realize that it's out of your control and and you have to do the best you can and and there still are things that we can look at on a day-to-day basis on our farms and ranches and and uh, be proud of what we do have and and like you said the, the resiliency of of getting through this and looking forward to what lies ahead in 2022. There are some special events planned for Agriculture Month. If people are interested, uh, we do have a photo contest with prizes online. If you go to our website, farmfoodcaresk.org, just go under the uh, events section for Agriculture Month, and there's kind of like an online submission that you can do for different picks uh, that you have of either food and farming, and there's some categories there. Uh, Great prizes, and uh, anybody can enter. Monchuk's harvest on his farm near Lanigan was affected by drought this year.
we were looking at about 50 to 60 percent of our normals for the area in terms of yield. Um, so it, it was kind of a tough pill to swallow. I know some uh, in Saskatchewan that I've talked to have considerably lower yields uh, than what we had and some had not so bad yields. So um, when you kind of look at the the aggregate across, uh, it, it looks like it was a pretty poor year for uh, uh grain production, oilseed production, and uh, uh, definitely a tough time for ranchers too, trying to get enough feed for their cattle. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's one thing that you we talk about sometimes, some of these, these tough years, and I think it'll be remembered as 2021, the, the year we hope we don't have again for, for quite a few more decades. Clinton Munchuk is the Executive Director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. See Nelson GM today. And Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Viterra prices for canola rose 16.50 at 902.02. One red spring wheat fell a dollar 42 at 3.9706. The rest were unchanged. Durham 6.6159. Feed barley 3.2965. Flax 12.3241. Lentils 10.4750. Oats 4.1253. Yellow peas five forty four eighty nine. Feed wheat two sixty one sixty five. On the Minneapolis Exchange this morning, hard red spring wheat for December fell three and three quarters cent at nine twenty six and a half cent a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 5th. Our last regular sale was on September 29th. Bulls and cows have been holding steady. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 to $0.85. D3 cows sold from $0.65 to $0.75. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.04 to $1.14. We had our first pre-sorted calf sale here on Monday. For 50 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.40 and sold up to $2.55. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.21 and sold up to $2.35. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.11 and sold up to $2.24. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.09 and sold up to $2.15. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $2.07 and sold up to $2.15. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $2.03 and sold up to $2.09. Heifers were 30 to 40 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound tan steers at $2.35 a pound, a group of 550-pound tan steers at $2.24 a pound, a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.13 a pound, a load of 700-pound exotic steers at $2.09 a pound, and a load of 780-pound exotic steers at $2.08 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle 
and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,600 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 209 to 242 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling in a range of 208 to 240 per CKG. Ham's number one sales this week are down, selling in the range of 63 to 70 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 45 basis points, with a daily exchange rate at 1.2583. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.58 cents U.S. Daily U.S. cash markets are mixed. The negotiated Western Corn Belt region continues to push lower and was down another 75 cents U.S. 100 weight, while both national variants were up by 12 cents relative to the previous day and maintaining the support that started to develop last week. The net value of the pork cutter has been trading over $100 a hundred weight for 30 consecutive weeks, and if the pattern is maintained for five more weeks, it will tie the 2014 marketing year for a number of consecutive weeks the cutter has been valued over $100. With present live supply levels and demand profiles, cash markets are not expected to see much downside or pressure heading into 2022. Lean hog futures are trading mixed to lower today, but determining a trend is less certain. There's been a lot of volatility in the trade after seeing consistent upward momentum since the beginning of the year that reached a peak in June. The reaction to the quarterly hogs and pigs report and last week's export sales report was behind the most recent run upward, but the market has run out of steam for now and is correcting lower once again. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by the Prairie Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg. And brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The International Minerals Innovation Institute has released two reports to lower greenhouse gas emissions in Saskatchewan's mineral industry. The reports are aimed at Saskatchewan's potash and uranium sectors and the use of electricity to put the minerals sector on a path to net zero emissions by the year 2050. In the medium term, five to ten years, a study by March Consulting concluded small modular nuclear reactors and combined heat and power systems are the clean power options for Saskatchewan mining operations. In the longer term, 10 to 20 years, a study by Pre-Scouter concluded the most promising decarbonization for Saskatchewan mining may come from the hydrogen ecosystem, small modular reactors, and carbon capture and storage systems. It is expected these reports will help lead to development of additional low-carbon technologies in the province. The International Minerals Innovation Institute is an innovation-supporting network of mining companies, government departments and agencies based in Saskatoon. On the markets, the TSX is up 125 points at 20,178. The Dow has risen 414 points at 34,417. Oil is up $1.46 at 79.08 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 10 one-hundredths of a cent at 79.53 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today 
I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.